When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the final word show, and it is free view week as well. So if you join us on YouTube for this show and the whole clutch of other amazing shows that we normally have exclusively on the redmentv.com, then welcome. Um, you'd be wondering when I go, go over to the redmentv.com and watch this and this. These are the shows you get to see now. Um, if you were too lazy just to go over and start the normal free month trial, here we go. Um, but yes, what a time and place to be and start this with a 4-0 Liverpool win over Bournemouth. Um, Tom joins me in the place of Chris Pedro, whose birthday it is today, hey. and he is really, really ill. Yeah, Bless him. Yeah. We're not like terminally, so don't get too upset. I mean, hopefully he's fine. Like we've, He we've came all... in the other day, Paul, and he, he soldiered through the post-match content and watching the game, the goal celebrations, and him going, hey! <laughs> it's great. Yeah, we are. It feels like we had a lot of it. Because probably, Ross, you were ill as well. What what did we do in Paris? Because <laughs> it seems Drank to be a lot. Parisian AIDS. Yeah. It's Lauren. Lauren was ill first. She brought it into the office. Ah, We've narrowed it down. Yeah. There we yeah. go. But anyway, doesn't bode well for Mr. James Sutton, who joins us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a Petri dish. You've just come back. You've just come back from illness yourself, haven't you? I have. I'm, 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 I'm getting over it, and I've come here, and it's just like I can see it in the air. <laughs> it's sort yeah. of like everyone who is horrible. Yeah, but anyway, James, great to have you back for a start, mate. It's mm. been far too long. It has been a really, really long time. Thank you for inviting me back when we're top of the league as well. Mm. I really appreciate that. Yes. Wonderfully dropped in there, mate. Yeah. Perfect. In fact, it's going to be very difficult not for us to just talk exclusively about the fact that Liverpool are top of the Premier League, but we are going to keep our powder dry for a little while because let's let's get it. There wasn't much. Liverpool won four 0 It would be very very mm. unfair on the lads who put a great shift in at the weekend. Not just use here. Oh yeah. Soldier no. through with the <laughs> yeah. sick Chris. Um, but also the lads on the pitch. Uh, so we will talk through, through some of the key points on there first before we talk about the fact that as you know, at time film and Liverpool are top of the pile. Head of who, Paul? Everyone, Tom. Ooh, yeah, is that Man City second? Including the greatest team oh, um, in the world. That's mad, isn't TM. it? Mm. See with a circle around it. But they're not now because we're, we're tough. Apparently so. We're, we're crap, mate. Ooh. We're crap. We, we haven't even score. clicked yet, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, Tom, no Lovren uh, or Gomez men, Matip and Milner. What were your thoughts at the time when you saw the team? Uh, I was a bit worried with Matip, the way he played against Burnley, but... You'd figure, look, we're going to have a lot of the ball. Even though it was Bournemouth, you're thinking, all right, we're still going to put our stamp on it. You need a ball-playing centre-half. And I thought John Matip was brilliant. When he didn't have the pass, he strode out. He was confident. He was brave. And that was what was missing from his Burnley performance. He, he liked to pass it too much to Van Dijk and maybe pass it off. And, and, and when he tried to do that, it was he, he didn't even get it to the man he wanted to. So it was a really nice step-up, I thought, of him just going, no, I'm going to go forward. There was a great moment where he... 
he ran up the channel, the right-hand channel, played it to whoever was on the right-hand side at that moment, and then got into the box. You're like, this is brilliant. It's a, a, an attacking mentality from our centre-half. Yeah, I, I, I must admit, I was, I was far more comforted by his performance this, this weekend, James. I think what we have, unfortunately, is we have this, this thing, I think, as fans, and not, not all of us and not, not all of the time, but it, it, it comes into the common collective how we talk about our players. A guy come, if a guy gets knocked down the pecking order, it's not because we've got other brilliant players and he's just less brilliant, it's because he's shit. <laughs> and he's terrible, and and Joel Matip is one of those has, has become one of those players where I don't think he's amazing. I don't think he's I don't think he's a world beat. I think he needs to be far more aggressive to be a truly top centre back. But we're not too far removed from a world where we were talking about him being our best centre back, and it was it was a good performance from us. It was his be- it was his best performance uh, I think ever for us. Um, okay. it, it really was. I can't think of a better. I can't think of him playing better than that. Yeah. Like you say, it was it was really confident. And actually, it was a really it was a really mature. Performance. I thought it was a really grown-up performance. It was very, uh, you know, there was, was no no mistakes, man. It yeah. was really, it was really really solid. And it's, you know, it's 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 testament to this squad now that there's players like that that are just that are interchangeable can come in. And yes, you like you know we we see the team you know line up and you think oh no don't 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 do that. And yeah. but actually it's you know it works perfectly. Yeah, I think we've we've. I've had. I'll get to a comment actually on Matip in particular. Ross, it was come from, come from majestic clangers on the instant match reaction. Thank you very much. Um, I don't get why you talk about Matip like he's not a top defender. This is obviously you and Chris from yeah. the weekend, Tom. Um, this time last year, he was our best defender. Matip was good enough to be in our starting eleven. If he wasn't injured last season, he would have started in the Champions League final. Maybe the sheer brilliance of Van Dijk makes you reassess because he's in a different league. But if we're judging players by his standards, we'd never find him a centre-back partner. I think we're absolutely blessed to have three top-quality centre-backs and Lovren isn't as bad as people make out either. The other thing with Matip is that we've only really seen him play with Mignolet and Karius behind him and usually with Moreno or, or Milner at left-back. The back line has improved so much in the last 12 months, I don't think bringing in Matip for Gomez weakens us at all. Um, I have to disagree with the, the the last statements, Ross, and it's only because I think Gomez is so good. Yeah, he's so good, and I think we've seen. I think that pair in a Van Dijk and Gomez is. I think that's a level above the, any other potential combinations that we've got. But I think it's a. I think it's a very good point, and I, and I think in a, in a general sense, it's easier to make. The, it's easier for us to have these pleasant conversations about our squad depth when the team are actually being rotated and, and winning as well. Yeah, we mentioned it before on the Man Match podcast. The fact that he's our fourth choice centre half. You take that all day. You yeah. go back two, three seasons. You, you take you're picking a youngster yeah. or Clavan who's forty something now, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think it was a bit. Bournemouth played into his hands that he allowed him to play that game that Tom was talking about because he had no Callum Wilson and he had no one to run him ragged. He, he kind of had the time on the ball. Whereas the Burnley game, I think he got bullied by Chris Wood. I, don't know, I can't remember who the centre forward is, but that's not his game. That's yeah. why he, that's one of his faults. Like he's a centre half, but he's not like a Van Dijk or a Lovren where he throw himself into a tackle. He needs to have the ball at his feet to. Wipe out midfield, and you saw that with the first goal. You know he had the time, and he'd, he'll just wipe out a whole midfield. Yeah, is, again, this is this is the thing, isn't it? He's he's absolutely fine. No one's going to sit here and say you know and go mad on the virtues of, of of Joel Matip, but it it speaks to the to the the quality of depth that we've got. Tom. and it's again, this is my point. Is it's so easy. It, it's much easier to make that when you've you you just gone. You just won three games in a week. We've rotated and we've ended it on such a, a, a high note in terms of scoring the four goals as well. And he's put a decent shift in. We can I, we can start to look at all of those fringe players really and go. We rotated last year, and we that was when we started to draw games yeah. and we were, and we were dropping important points. Yeah. We're rotating, we're rotating players and still winning. <clears throat> I 
we can't we don't need these guys to come in and be world class. We just need good quality players because and there's a point that Payjax made a lot in recent weeks, everyone's having to play two games a week now. And our our rotation players are better than even if those other teams don't rotate, our fit rotation players are much better than their their first choice unrotated players. Yeah, and, and it that's by virtue of us just taking the first teamers that we had, buying better players than them, and then going Yous can come on when we need you to, and, yeah. and that's the best way to do it. We said it when we brought in all these midfielders in terms of Cater and Fabinho and, and players like that, where you're just going, okay, these players who've gotten us to finals before, these players who've done the business for Jurgen Klopp, just be in the wings, just be there. You're the you're the players that they're going to be learning off, but expect to be taken out of the first team. And I was really worried when Gomez got injured. Yeah. Genuinely, I thought this could be a massive blow. He's been so good for us, so consistent and... And then you, you, you're thinking, OK, John Matip's coming in. I do rate him, and Lovren's there. I rate him as well, but he's just been so good on the ball. It's mm -hmm. nice to see people stepping up and being able to go, no, I'll take this, and, and, and I want to be in a winning team too. For it, and, don't, and don't forget, the, 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 the best back lines are, is a partnership. Yeah. You know, if you, if, you, if you go back, you know, through history, the, the, best, the best teams, the best, you know, look at, look at the, you know, the, the Manchester United teams, for example. It was always that pairing. So you find that pairing and that's it. That, that's your mainstay. That doesn't change. Yeah. So anyone coming in and out and replacing anyone, in, you know, if, if Gomez or, or Virgil, yeah. that's, it, it's, it's, it's always going to be frowned upon. It's never going to work as well because that's your, that they don't change. Yeah. You know, barring injury, that's, they're playing every game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the massive thing. He was coming at a couple of games, he's played back-to-back -back, and lo and behold, he's gotten a bit better at footy because he's played a couple of yeah, games of footy. Yeah, no yeah, shock. Yeah, no. Yeah. We know these things, we watch football <laughs> all the time, why don't we think about these things? Because, I, I, ultimately, to answer my own question, is that we we like the immediacy of football, I think. Well, I say we like, it's just what football is, it's how people analyse football. Like, you've got to be amazing every week, on the spot, at all times, otherwise you're somehow, you're somehow not good enough. And maybe, Ross, it's a little bit of the... We Matip was maybe like the prototype of Van Dyke for us to some extent. You know, we bought him as that as that comprehensive, commanding, ball playing centre half. And Van Dyke, you know, as mentioned by Mister Majestic Client, um, Van Dyke has reset has, has reset the bar ultimately. But that's no shame for anyone else who falls beneath it. He's no, just very good. I think the uh, the deal with Matip as well because he was free. It was kind of like it was risk free in that yeah. sense, wasn't it? Like if it doesn't work out, you can go get someone else. But Klopp was always adamant he wanted his man. Mm -hmm. So why go and spend £30 million on someone where you can get someone for free to what was essentially the start of him rebuilding the squad, mm. which is now paying dividends because what he's done is improved every year. But you need to give credit to Klopp as well for creating healthy competition. Yeah. So these people are coming off the wings. They're not pissed off and not unhappy. They know they've got a, a job within the squad to go, well, Gomez is injured, Matic, you're it. Go and show me your worth. Go and show me your worth now. Well, you can play for three, three weeks. It shows the rest of the squad as well, James, that yes, you're on the fringes now, and look, if everyone stays fit, you know all you're gonna all you're gonna have to do is train every week, get paid handsomely, and pick up a Premier League winner's medal. <laughs> but you know, if the situation demands it, and we do get injuries, you're gonna come in, and you, and, and there are gonna be expectations placed upon you. You're gonna get game time now. Like John, does it? We'll all probably want Gomez to walk straight back into this team when he when he comes back fit. I'm, I'm fair enough, but you know, Matip started as the partner for Van Dijk in January last year. And then he lost he lost that through injury or whatever. I think he got injured against it was later on, I know he got injured against Crystal Palace and what have you. He lost that place to Lovren and he never and he and he never quite got it back. So he'll be thinking, I'm in now. That's on that's on that's on him and that's 
called healthy competition for places. That's a good thing for absolutely, and it and it and it, it you know it creates that that competitive environment. But also, um, it seems from the outside looking in that there's just a really good vibe around this yeah. club at the moment, and every player it just is really excited to take their chance. And actually, you know, there's as far as I can tell, there's you know there's not been any. Um, no one's been moaning. There's no bad attitudes. Everyone seems and, and all really willing and able to take their chance and their opportunity when they get it. Yeah. Which again is testament to Jurgen Klopp and the players that he's brought in. You talk about the level and players coming in and having to play at a level. You saw with every single substitute that came on, they played to the level yeah. of we're winning four nil, and they, and it didn't drop at all. Henderson comes in. I, I I mean I can't remember right off the top of my head who came in, but they were all. Absolutely Henderson, on the game. Lallana and Mane. Yeah, Lallana was fantastic when he came on. Brilliant. It got in. As soon as he came on, he, I think he, he just went in for a tackle, won us a corner or, yeah. or, or a throw-in or something. And, and you're thinking, that's the tenacity you need. You're seeing the players ahead of you on the pitch and they've already won the game. Mm -hmm. Go out there and show that you, know, you deserve to be a starting fit, uh, figure in this We're team. starting to see the, 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 the thing, aren't we, where we've got two massive games coming up this week obviously Napoli, Napoli and Man United and we'll, we'll get a clear idea of how he's going to go what, what he's doing you'd imagine he'd go very very strong for both of those games mm -hmm. but this is the thing we are resting we're resting in rotation we're not we're getting these guys minutes on the pitch we, we're, we're spinning plates yeah. we're getting guys up to getting guys up to speed you know and that's it's just so it's so clever and like I can say it, it's, I'm, I'm so pleased that we're able to because it's harder to make this case a month ago when we we look like we're faltering a little yeah. bit and everyone feels a little bit more down in the dumps about it. Why are you playing? You know, Belgrade, like, I wasn't happy with Sturridge and Lallana starting that game and it did slow us down, I thought, too much. But this is, again, it's, it's a squad game it's, and you can't, it's why you shouldn't let your head fall. Why we shouldn't be getting a carried away with ourselves? The same way you shouldn't let your head fall off when it goes, when it doesn't quite go your way. Um, James Milner, Tom, mm -hmm. I, I'll be honest, because I, I, some people know, some people know, I, I, I was hosting the, the Pro Evo event, so I, I, I only watched the game back last night, slash this, this, this morning, I haven't watched the highlights and what have you. Um, I was, when I saw the team sheet though, I was so comforted by James Milner right back. It's like getting in and you're feeling a bit poorly and, and your missus has made you a hot chocolate <laughs> and got a, got a blanket out there and goes, go on, here you go. And just like, because I, I could have been a bit worried about the, about, yeah. about the right back situation because you mentioned the, the knock-on effect of Gomez is not just losing a centre-half. It's losing cover for, for Trent Alexander-Arnold yeah. as well. Well, there was there was talk, is it going to be him? Is it going to be Fabinho playing right back? And, and there was a big debate but in the office all over Twitter. Milner's just brilliant. You play him anywhere. <laughs> And you, we saw him play left-back, he's so comfortable there, but he fills in anyway. When he's in the midfield, he fills in yeah. there, he filters in when the full-backs go up. And it's telling a few times, I've seen the side that we attack up most, the, the full-back goes up, Milner goes to that side of the midfield because we just trust him that much more. Yeah. And he just did it with a plum, didn't he? He was, he was fantastic again. He never puts in a bad performance. Yeah. And uh, to me, at his age, doing it consistently, he's... He's one of the best players in the squad. It's unbelievable. I'm going to level with you. I absolutely, 100% disagree. I thought he was terrible at right back. I thought he was poo. Compared to, like, I thought, no, 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 but no, but here's the thing. I'm not asked. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it, I thought it was about, I don't think it was a great right back performance. Yeah. And look, I thought he misplaced passes. He looked out of his depth. He was late to tackles and all this kind of stuff. But I didn't, but like, I don't, I, I, I was not like, <gasps> yeah, or yeah, panic stationed. Yeah. It never made, we never felt weaker for having him there for because me. he's such a calming influence. He's, he's such a, 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 he's such a textbook pro. And this is the thing in the, James, what it, what it, having him there is almost done is that 
it's it's taken a bit of the pressure off putting him in midfield to some extent <laughs> as well. Like, you know, no, but you know, we could have we could do we could do a number of options. Like we could bring up um the the kid whose name's completely gone at uh, Rafa Camacho. We could like we could play we play Camacho right back in preseason. We could put Camacho in it right back yeah. and be like is he going to be good yeah. enough to play at this level, etc., etc.? Milner might only be like a six out of ten right back, but yeah. fine. And it means that we're not with having finally started to blood Fabinho into midfield. We're not like right, mate, Soz, you're now playing <laughs> at, at right back, etc. Again, it's another one where it shows the depth of the squad. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think I, I agree. I don't. I don't think it was. A, I think it was a great performance. Um, I don't. Think, I don't think it was maybe as bad as I think. I think, no, I'll yeah, I think you're being be a little bit yeah, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so reassuring to have a player like that that, and like you say, can you know can play pretty much anywhere, and you know he's he's not going to make any massive mistakes, um, and it's and it's but it's also it's the influence he has on the rest of the team yeah. as well, man. You know, it's but you know I, I know we you know we've got Virgil Van Dijk, you know, who's very vocal, but someone like James Milner who's been there, bought the t-shirt, you know, the the influence that he has on the especially the younger lads, man. Well, he's know. not played right back apparently in the Premier League since two thousand and nine, so that. <laughs> That's not that's not bad if you've not played that position. Yeah, he's for not 10 played years. that position for the best part of a decade, <laughs> and he's just gone in there. And like I say, I, when I say when I'm critical of him, it's because I was watching. With you. Oh, I'm so I was like I feel so relaxed here. And then every time he did something, I was like, ooh, like oh, that was a bit later. Oh, that he didn't quite make the third. But I was like, that's yeah, fine. Where's he not played? Where's James? Is James Milner? I'm sure Goal. he must have played centre forward. He's yeah, probably played in, in goal at some point. <laughs> in goal. I mean, but I, I I'd be like happy to have him as backup goalkeeper if I was. Yeah, 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 all day long. Yeah, yeah. Right backs, right back, right backs, hard man. Yeah, yeah. I got put, I got put right back for a charity game at Anfield, <laughs> genuinely, yeah. about six months ago, and it was bullshit. It was horrible, <laughs> just horrible. Didn't know where I, I was know, supposed was to be. It as bad as when you played alongside Alan Kennedy in the one at Chester. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. No, it's not that. <laughs> what when John Barnes told me I was shit. Yes. <laughs> and Alan, uh, yeah, you basically got bullied by Phil Neal and Alan Kennedy, and, and then refused to retake the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not a great day. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not the best pro. I'll be honest with you. But uh, yeah, but right back's really. That's a really hard position, man. They are the worst. It is the worst position. It's awful. Nobody wants to play there. Yeah. I was surprised how far up the pitch he was getting yeah, in yeah. the first half. I think he's 32, 33 years of age. I know he's a, he's a bit of a tank, like, but you're thinking he's like proper going for this. Yeah, but what, yeah, but what, he yeah. did, what he did was he, he slotted in there perfectly. And when, I'm, like, I'm being, whether I'm being open, <laughs> whether it's for comedic purposes or not, you know, about his performance. Oh, let's create a talking point. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I mean, whether he thought he was fine or, whether, or whatever, ultimately he was fine. He yeah. was absolutely yeah, yeah. fine at right back. You know, we're, not, we're not talking about 10 out of 10 performance here. He was fine. He, he, did, he, did, he did cause no calamities. He didn't cause any, any like butterflies in stomach moments. He was absolutely sound at right back. He just fulfilled the role. Yeah. And that's the beauty of him. And, and, and uh, uh, He's played that season at left back, of course, and that's why you know we don't. No one really knows what the hell's going on with Nathaniel Klein, but I would rather have James Milner at right back than Nathaniel Klein, and which is mad because we're talking about an England international fullback here. But he's got he's comfortable on the ball. He's got a range of passing. He's bloody determined. He's still got enough pace to get up and down if he needs to as well. He's got the, the leadership qualities, all that stuff. I mean, James Milner. It's, it's and fine. Those same things will resonate with the rest of the squad when they see the, the lineup as well. Rather than thinking Matip's come in, yeah. he doesn't have to look after Camacho or someone else or Klein if he's not fully fit. He knows James Milner's there. That sound, I think James was trying to allude to before, was like his experience, his attitude just rubbed off on everyone else. It's like, right, he's there, you know he's there. He's just going to get a solid performance. You're, just not, you're, not, losing, worry about you're not losing 
the fundamentals of, of your setup by putting James Milner in. We used right to back. play through him when he played left back. We yeah. used to play yeah. through him. He yeah. was the main focal point in the defence. It was, and now you're watching him, and, and then he moved to midfield, and you're like, are we going to lose that at left back? Robertson comes in, and he's he's Amazing. so much better than I ever thought he was going to be. And uh, it's it's a testament to the man, and and you're seeing him pre-season running around, doing being the the the, the one who runs for the longest and. He is just the consummate professional, and you're right talking about being a, a, a someone that these young players can look up to. Even the older players yeah. can look up to yeah, him and yeah, be like, yeah. "I want to keep playing in a top side when I'm 33, yeah. 32," and that's how you do it. And doing yeah. the business. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, so this is that moment very early on. You mentioned he gets forward, he supports the attack, gets a crossing. So, you, so he crosses, he, cro- he crosses into the opposition half, and he's got the ball at your feet. You're thinking. Well, this guy's the assist king of the Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> he can make something, so no no qualms there whatsoever. He's putting in bone-crunching challenges in the midfield, so you don't worry about him going, going, going the other way. And he's got the game intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely fine, like I say. Big, just <clears throat> so, so pleasing to see how good we are flexing our squad muscles. I, I bet um, Bournemouth might have seen that as a weak point as well. Yeah. Having Milner right back and what we'll go for, and it's like they never had a chance. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Um, just... I want to touch on the formation. Um, I know you and Chris had a little, they couldn't quite figure it out when you were yeah. doing the instant match reaction the other night. Um, I, I actually, before I'd watched the full game, I actually watched your, your, your review of it back and then watched it and then went back. And I, we started very 4 4 2. We then were very 4 2 3 1 for a lot. You could make a case that it was 4 2 2 2. I think the ultimate issue is, is that it's very, we had two, we had the two. It was, it was definitely Genie and Fabinho in, in the midfield. It was definitely Mo Salah up top. Yeah. But then the other three kind of, it was situational where the, wherever they needed to be. Shakiri was right, wide right when he needed to be, but so often he was actually quite close to Cater drifting across. Yeah. Firmino went, went to, part, to partner Salah. Made us very difficult to pick up. Well, when we attacked, our fullbacks played as left wingers. Yeah. So every time you looked at it, I remember thinking, where's James Milner yet? And we played the ball over the top line and he was there and I was like wow this is great so we're letting those wide players in Shaqiri and Mil- uh, Keita come into the channels and that's where they're most effective playing the little dink balls over the top obviously you've got Salah and Firmino interchanging as the the the, the striker and, and so they're letting people drop deep the defenders don't know where to go and they drop even deeper and there was times when Fabinho and, and then Keita were on the on the line so then you're thinking what are the defenders picking up? Who do they think about? That's, that, that's brilliant. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. I mean, you just get to see just this fluidity in attack that I don't think we've, we've had for a while. Mm. One touch play as well was amazing. Yeah, absolutely, Ross. It's just, it's, it's very difficult. We, we don't, we're watching it as fans who, who watch every game and analyse it and talk about it to, to the nth degree and we struggle to understand what we're, what, what we're looking <laughs> at. You know, and to be fair, Eddie Howe is obviously a far more tactically astute man than we'll ever be. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, the, that's the nature where we are. No one would have said going into that game they'd, they'd have thought um, Cater would have played on, from the left. Yeah. For Liverpool, because we've been saying it for weeks and we've seen no sniff of it, and then oh, there you go. He's just going to play. He's just going to play from the left, and did not look out of place on that left hand side at all. Double, <laughs> double megged. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This guy, <laughs> guy's got skills for days. Looked an absolute natural fit out there. Shakiri was causing problems. Tom mentioned those little dink balls over the top. We just looked at we looked at threat. No yeah, matter what shape it's mad when we're talking about interchanging different players coming in. They just seem to have some sort of rhythm, didn't they? Of just like knowing where they should be, which is probably game management of thinking mm. when's the right time to go forward. I think Genie did it as well. Although he was with Fabinho at times, he'd bomb forward because you know he's got Fabinho behind him. Yeah. And he's picking the right moments. Everyone just seems to consistently do. As did Robertson with the forwards tucking in. Shakiri kept playing balls over that left left hand side to Robertson to knock him first time. You're supposed to do your Bournemouth. You could like you're supposed to. You don't know who's supposed to mark. <laughs> yeah. And that, that bit you were about before with the um, triangle passing. Well, that was Robertson, Kiter, and Salah yeah. at one point, and he just took the piss out of them. Yeah. How are we supposed to defend that? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Mo Salah, um, James. It it was it stood out to me initially watching the goals back was his reaction to scoring the goals. Now I and I watched it and I thought I think people are going to make a big deal out of this. Because it is very, it was very noticeable how he did not celebrate the, the, the you know, he was just very stone faced throughout them. And at my initially, I was like, ooh, a, a bit concerned. Apart from until I saw the moment where he tried that mad like <coughs> spinning overhead kick for his hat stick and skied <laughs> it and pissed himself laughing. And I was like, oh, okay. What did, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, you're talking to an actor here, man. Yes. <laughs> Theatrics is, I mean, that's my, yeah, yeah that's my thing, man. Yeah, best speak. Otherwise, that's, someone's going to pay you a lot of money for nothing in the coming weeks. Exactly. There's one thing. There's one thing scoring a goal at Anfield or at home or away, anywhere for Liverpool. There's one thing scoring a goal. It's quite another to just stand there and just look around like, and what? Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely yeah. love that. Are you not entertained? Yeah. Do you know? Absolutely. Game facing it. Game facing. Yeah, absolutely. I think people that's read. It. You know, people read. They could. You know. There could have been something going on behind the scenes. There could be any number of reasons why, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. And I know it'll get brought up, and it was brought up, it was all over social media. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of videos of him looking grumpy. Yeah. 
But he did the same against City in the Champions League when he scored at the Etihad. Yeah. Just right in front of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I love all that. I, and I mean, you've, you've, noticed, you've noticed on here, you've, you've, someone's, someone's commented about Zlatan and, and, and Cantona and Henri. Absolutely bang on. I, yeah. I, I love all that. I yeah. love players just standing there going, what do you expect? Yeah. Well, that's a, the, the comment from Eman El says, guys not look too much into this celebrating thing. Doesn't mean he's unhappy. Cantona and Henri rarely smiles. Zlatan rarely smiles. Ronaldo likes the odd cocky celebration. I think he's just showing he's the man. Just like City away, as, as Ross referenced, or, or West Bromway, for example. I think it's a bit of that. I also think there's a bit, Tom, he, he was just getting booted. Yeah, he I was, think he's yeah. actually, I, I don't, I'm not sure who he's eyeballing, but there's a, there's an angle Club. at the set. I think it might, it's either Cook or Ake, particularly for the first goal, because he, there's, an, a, there's a later angle of the celebration where you, you, he's looking past the camera and he's properly staring, he's, he's getting hugged, yeah. and he's staring someone out, and you see it for the, the second when Cook breaks his ankle, oh, yeah, that's he? nasty. and, he's, and yeah. he's raging, he's, he, he grimaces, he keeps himself up, and he's just determined, he stick it in the bottom yeah. corner, I think it's a bit of that, I think, I, I, whether he's been getting a bit, of, a bit of needle, or he's just been getting kicked all game, and he's gone... He gets kicked every game now, yes. doesn't he? In the position he plays, which is, he, he's probably not used to that, I mean, he is now, because he's played a, like, significant portion of the season in that position but it must be a, like a change of thing where he's just like alright I'm just going to score instead the, the anger Sai said it so many times and he's right the anger he hits the ball with for the second goal he's like no I'm scoring this you just tried to cripple my leg I'm scoring this goal and I yeah I, I, I really enjoy seeing him just stand there because he I mean he's just showing that he can do it you saw Bal- and I, I'm not equating him with Balotelli because Balotelli was a twat but <laughs> Mo Salah's just stood there and gone, yeah, and what? I mean, he could. Yeah, he's just the best. It's as I say, it's the moments out the game when you can see it. It's it's things like when Adam Lallana's getting treatment and he's over there. He doesn't. If he was, if he was, at, if he had a proper cob on, he was hating mm-hmm. life. He'd, he'd just be off in the corner waiting for the game to, to restart or whatever you know what I mean. And, and he's laughing when he's missing chances. He's doing all this thing. I agree. I think there's there's just and there's a couple of things. I think the Champions League final. I think the fact that him getting hurt and having his, having it sort of robbed from him. Yeah. So I think he takes it as a personal affront now when people are kicking him because he's like, "What are you trying to? Are you trying to take me out of the game?" Yeah. When you play centre forward, let's be honest, you're gonna get more kicks. You know, it's a world of difference when you're on the wing. You're out there. The game does the the game has to be brought to you. You know, there's no you, a fullback doesn't stand on a winger because fullbacks move. You know, fullbacks will move over and they'll leave guys with space because they know they don't need to. That's mm-hmm. you know, your fullbacks will stay will stay you know in touch with the centre halves and whatever. So you'll get left alone until the action comes to you yeah. as a centre forward. Defenders will just kick you and poke you and, and niggle you all game long. So he's probably he's probably he probably hates playing centre forward to be honest. He probably you know what I mean. He's yeah. gone from that being this mercurial talent where he just gets to burst into life and run past people. You know it's very hard to kick someone when they've they're already exactly. in full flight. Yeah. Whereas he's got, he's going from cold. He's having to hold the ball up. He's getting he's, it's a more physical game with the man than of him. He probably is a bit annoyed with it all. Um, but you know the alternative is that he just hates hat tricks. <laughs> Which I can't imagine is the is I can't imagine for a second is the is the case. Like. I I miss it all. I miss his smile and face. I miss yeah. uh, everyone's running over beaming, and you just want him to just have a beaming smile as well because that was part of the fun of last season for me. Oh. Is seeing every single player we'd score like six goals a Would game. Would you rather him do up. that or the fucking Griezmann celebration? You know exactly doing Fortnite dances on the pitch because you oh why play Fortnite with the England squad. <laughs> just, just, uh, yeah, just stand there like you're a man and and 
and everyone knows he's the man and oh yeah you're kicking him well he's going to score and he's going to be angry about it and he's going to score another and then get his hat-trick and make you all look stupid he made their whole back line look stupid with that last goal <laughs> yeah. and so he's just like yeah and what use a shit and boss yeah no i love that and he's, he's dead right isn't he um tom's dead right isn't he boss he did you know he it was a it was a textbook center forward performance there you know if, if fernando torres and i've been saying it for weeks now if fernando torres puts in that performance we're just go, we're going we're just marveling at how wonderfully nando it was um that that's what Mo Salah is is for us this season. He is a world class number nine. Yeah, I think that's what he's been doing in, in recent weeks. He's just not come off for him. You see him playing on the shoulder and getting in behind people. Okay, the first goal he's offside, but he's still got determination and striker's instinct to, to get in there. And it's a new role for him, so he, he's trying to adjust to things. I think there was another example of a Robertson at a first time cross, and he's running diagonally across two three defenders. Again, how are you supposed to defend that? Yeah. But he's shown the intent to, to be in the right position to score the goals yeah. as, a, as, a, well, as a nine. Last season, let's be honest, I'll be honest with everyone watching and listening at home as well, last season was loads of fun, wasn't it? But we lost loads of games and we drew loads of games yeah. and th- there's a there's a business-like quality about Liverpool at the moment and I think Mo Salah fits into this. Because like, that goal was very, the third goal was very similar to the Porto goal when he juggles it. You know, different. That was, but that was it. That was loads more fun. There was like, it was, you know, something amazing about that when he's just taking the piss because we're just amazing and blah blah blah. There was a very and his, his attitude, his demeanor was very business. Like Liverpool have been very business. Like it's like we need to do this week in week out now, lads. This is our job. Our job is just to be better than you. Our job is not for. It's not we're not here for a laugh. If we want, if we, if we want to have a laugh, then we can. You know, we can laugh all. We can laugh all the way to fourth. And probably out of the Champions League, yeah. but you don't put all the hard work in that we've done to now to then go and lose to Bournemouth away from home because what's the point? What was the point of all that the the effort and the heartache and the kicks? What was the fucking point of it all? There was no it, it, you completely undo everything you've done, and that's why I love about it. And Mo Salah, for me, James completely typified that that repurposing of our, our our attitude this season. That's what it, yeah it is. It's it's there's almost a, there's almost an emotion emotionless quality to it, which is I think is what you you mean when you say business like. It's it's very much the you know the, the this squad of lads are going to turn up and they're going to know exactly what they're going to do. No one's going to make a mistake. We're going to keep clean sheets every week, which ha- which which is is the focus of this season. Yeah. Forget about goals. We forget about goal difference. That's that's out the window, and they know that. It's about clean sheets, so so that that rigidness and that sort of uh, stall-like quality of you know we are we are going to be so difficult to score against. That's our that's our main purpose. So actually, the focus isn't actually on our our, our forwards as much. I don't mm-hmm. think. So you so they, they they can then afford to be a bit more business-like and a bit more um, yeah emotionless, I suppose. And I think it's and I think it's right to um, to compare it to last season when there is all the fun of the fair and there's all the goals and the smiles. But we've come up short. But we're turning around now and yeah. going. The, the, we've, we've come through a very, very difficult week. Uh, you know, yeah. we, we've worked we've, our bollocks off to get where we are, and now it's like we talk, you're right. We, we haven't had to rely on the forward line, but we're now at a point where it wouldn't surprise me if Klopp's gone. No, lads, we're relaxed. get your act together. Go out there yeah, and score. Stop yeah. dicking about. Stop fun. <laughs> you know, we're not here for a laugh. If you want to win the league, you know, we're not. We're, you know, we're not cartwheeling and, and you know and, do, and, and, and 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 juggling and you know we're not the acrobatics. It's this is, this is a serious business. Go on, get the game. Go and get the game one. Yeah. Go and get the game one. Go and get that's your ball there. See that ball yeah. there knocking around there, Mo. That's your ball. Do you want that on your mantelpiece by the end of the day? <laughs> well, there you go. It's yours. Yeah. These are right for the taking. Go and take it, mate. Don't fuck about. 
we'll make it happen. And I think that's happening throughout the throughout the entire squad. And is the thing. Look, we, there's more of this game to talk about. But honestly, I, I will talk about a couple of instances maybe a bit later on. But I want to talk about the big stuff. I want to talk about the fact that where we are this season. And I I think we've been talking Ross now for for a number of weeks, and we, and people have been complaining about the the style of play and and. And how we're going about achieving it, and not clicking, and is the forward line not right, and is the tactics not right, and is the all set up, and are we over reliant on the defence, blah blah blah. I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what a title winning side looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what ta- we say title winning form, and I've seen Man United win titles, but I never watched Man United every week. I've never watched Arsenal every no. week. I never watched Chelsea every week. The last time we won a league title was in 1990, and I was seven. seven. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I've said it plenty of times. Yeah, I was plenty of times. I was there. I saw us. I saw us lift the trophy, but I've no idea how that title was constructed. I've got no idea whatsoever. And this Liverpool feels very unfamiliar to me. I don't. I don't recognise how we're doing this. And I was worried about that because I can. I can only go back on my experience as a football fan and all the Liverpool I've watched. And I've watched a lot of Liverpool over the last, you know, thirty years. I've been going to Anfield. Um, and there's a good chance for us that I don't recognise it is because we haven't been this Liverpool before and this is the team, this is how you need to be if you're going to win a Premier League title. Yeah, I think part of it is, is playing crap but still getting results yeah. and that's what what we've done. I think in comparison to last season, the attack compensated for a poor defence, particularly before when Van Dijk came in. So it was like, go and get the goals because we know we're going to see two or three. Whereas now we're more mature, astute tactically aware of what we need to go and do and every time there's an attack from the opposition now I'm not worried ruthless I, yeah, is the word yeah, I've, I've not been with Alisson and Gold Van Dijk and whoever he's with at centre half <coughs> every time there's an attack sat there sound not worried not phased whereas last season it was change your pants three times a game yeah. because you think they're going to they're going to fucking score yeah. or you're going to throw the game away like we said before where it's now it's game management we know what we need to do we'll either break teams down mentally and physically to go and nick a point like we've done with, even with Burnley when we were behind well, that's another mentality. You're behind losing a game. We haven't been in that position often, but yet we still go and win it. Or Everton, like, just keep playing tonight. If minute, Bournemouth, we're still winning. Go, Robertson's chasing the ball down in 90th minute in their corner. Yeah. It's, it's elite mentality. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's professional, and we've been, we did it. it. It has been since Virgil came in as well. I remember so many times last season, you're watching us play, and you're going, we know, we're, we're seeing games out, we're playing it well. And you're still worried last season, with like, oh, we're seeing the games out, oh, we're bringing Matt up on, we used to bring him on all the time, and you'd be like, oh, I'm not sure about this, I'm still a bit nervous. Set pieces you were still a bit unsure of. Every <coughs> a set piece now is a goal-scoring opportunity for us. Mm, it's yeah. weird, and, mm. and, and everything about the performance, everyone's... Everyone positionally and tactically, like you're saying, Moss, knows what they're doing. It's all one-touch stuff because we can play that way. You're watching Man City go out there, and, and you've got to equate yourself to them because they are top level in terms of goal scoring and the way they put teams to the sword and you watch it that's what we did to Bournemouth we got the ball and we just sprayed it around we didn't need to do much running because we were in the positions we were playing it right the balls were crisp and and I think we've learned from these uh, Champions League aways where you go in there and we just didn't play well Napoli was a big one where we just didn't pass the ball well and we've gone no we need to rectify this if we want to be a top team there's your mistakes lads this is how you change it, and, and we're doing that, we're learning on the job, but because we've learned, and we've been at a top level learning this whole time, we got to a Champions League final last season, yeah. the amount of experience that we'll have given what, the whole squad. What, we, what we're seeing for the first time, and it's the first time in my, in my lifetime of, of truly watching Liverpool, is that we're seeing a team <coughs> fall short at a, at a final hurdle, 
which we've seen loads of times, <laughs> and instead of being broken by it, mm. have actually used that as fire to fuel them the second time around, which is what great teams do. Yeah. There's a long season still to go, but you know that it feels like you know we, that this team's been forged in the crucible of of, of 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 the Champions League final last season, and rather than going. Oh my god! Because we saw it in 0809, we lost more games in the first five games of the season than we did in the entire season. In, in, in you know, the, the season before, the title challenge was gone yeah. before it even started. 13-14, exactly the same stuff happened again. This team, this time, it feels different. And but that comes that that's from the manager. That's yeah. from our manager. Well, this that's is a man. The, that's the difference. This is a man who yeah. builds his teams around pain. <laughs> but yeah. but you know, and that that is that is what the buy-in is to this Liverpool team. Uh, he says. This is all going to hurt like fuck, lads. But you know what? It's going to hurt us all. Yeah. We're all in pain. But you know what? We're all hurting. But don't think your pain is any worse than anyone else's. And the 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 the, the, the buy-in is this. We're all going to push no matter what. It, it's all going to hurt. And sometimes people are going to fall and we're going to pick you up and we're going to go. And if you've, got the, if you've got the strength to lead from the front, then, then, then you do that. You might find a time where you just need to ease off a bit, and someone else is going to step forward and, t- and, t- and take the reins for for a week or two till you get yourself back on your feet, etc., etc. And that's what we're built like. And this week that we've just come through, because everyone was talking about, and look, we've got Napoli and Man United, and we'll, I will get to all the fear-filled caveats yeah, in yeah. due in due course. But let's just talk about where we are right now and the reality of what we've constructed over this past week. I looked at our fixture list and I looked at and, and I looked at Wofford away, Burnley away, and Bournemouth away, and said we have lost all of those games in recent years. Under Klopp, we have lost at every one of those grounds, or we have struggled to win at, at every one of those grounds, and they're going to be the big ta- the big talent points. We went away. We constructed the win against. We constructed a win against Wofford. We went away to to to, to Burnley and came from a goal behind to construct a very good win against yeah. Burnley. And then we went to Bournemouth and we absolutely, you know, in, in, in true professional style, demolished them as well. Throw into the mix that last-minute win against Devon, which was completely not of our doing. It was handed to us. <laughs> yeah. That was handed to us. But what that starts to form is, is a picture. And that picture is, is, is forming in the minds of Man City players and the Man City coaches, and to judge by social media, a little bit some of the Man City fans as well. Not all, because I don't want to judge them all, because some of them are made of staying and stuff. They have to be. I find it very hard to believe that there aren't Man City players who can't, who don't think this is Liverpool's year. Because you are turning up every week and you are smashing teams left, right and centre. You're playing the best attacking football the league's ever seen. You're scoring goals for fun. You're running away with the goal difference trophy. Um, which I'm sure people were prepared to award the other week. They, they are incredible. They are the best constructed squad, the most expensively constructed squad. They're this, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm not going to get into all the financial dope and stuff, whatever. But effectively, that's it. They have everything, every advantage has been handed to them and they've got it and they're utilising it. So <coughs> fair, fair play to them because it isn't just about what you get handed, it's how you use it as well. <coughs> and then they watch a week where Liverpool are so close to just being, to, to, to dropping points, they're so close to having that gap be <laughs> so much that they can turn up to the Etihad and it's fine. And then we get given this 96-minute yeah. winner. And then we go a goal down to Burnley and they're thinking, who this might be. And then they look, oh no, they've won. And then they go into the weekend knowing they've got their toughest game, toughest game looming against Chelsea at the half-five. And Liverpool just turn up to Bournemouth and just do... And win four 0 and they won't have been. They, you know, they won't probably won't have watched that game. They'll have just seen four, and they've gone. They'll have gone. 
oh my God, they're clicking. Yeah. Shit, we've got to play Chelsea. And then they have a first half against Chelsea where they batter them. And Chelsea are throwing bodies on the line and keeping everyone out. And then they go in 1-0 down. And then they never come back. They were the same team when they came out in the second half. And I find it very difficult to believe. And there is, a, and this is the caveat. It is a very long season. We have not won a trophy for doing this. There is no trophy handed out for being first in mid-December. Nope. There isn't. And nobody thinks there is, by the way, lads. Nobody <laughs> thinks there is. But... Uh, a week ago, everyone thought Man City were going to go undefeated for the entire season. No one could see how City were going to drop points. Everyone was looking at how, even if we got the, the goal that was going to make a big difference, Liverpool are top of the league, yeah. and Liverpool deserve to be top of the league. We're unbeaten, uh, and we've conceded six, man. We're just we're just so good at football, and and I, I I like seeing, I love watching Man City play, but then I love like the way we construct wins, like you're talking about there, the way we play for each other. The way and and look, we might go out. We might go out and play against. <coughs> we might go out of the Champions League and lose to United. It might happen at the end of this week. Yeah. But I'm confident this team to carry on going. I'm confident that but no one's going to let it go. Because drop. we're weak. No. Or we're shit. Or we've got players who exactly. aren't good enough. Or we've got a manager who doesn't understand us or doesn't get us or he's not tactically astute enough. Because if we lose, we'll lose because they're two good teams and you can lose. To they those, have to be better teams. than us. Exactly. And and I because here's the thing, having won that the the fear was and and that's why I think this week was so pivotal, uh, James was that uh, let's go with the Everton win. Having won a game in in let's be honest massively lucky freakish fashion. What's meant to happen is Liverpool who haven't clicked, who've been relying on their defence. There's a, there's a, the fear is and maybe it's the hope of Man City and it's the hope of Chelsea and it's the hope of Arsenal and it's the hope of all these other teams around us. The hope that Liverpool are on a bit of a lot of diminishing returns here, and and we've not got, we're not going to click. All we're doing is we're just, we're just struggling along. We're struggling through, and that Everton win should have been like that breaking point. Liverpool, and to then go one 0 down at Burnley. What's meant to happen is we're meant to lose or draw that game, and then we go make a really hard game, and we maybe we maybe lose to Bournemouth. That's what's meant to happen. Liverpool got stronger. Liverpool won a game that they shouldn't have won in the 96th minute, and then faced the face down a one nil a one nil deficit and got stronger. And then we've this could be actually the turning point where you find us actually going up a gear rather than going down a gear, and that means everyone else in the league should be pooing their pants. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, mean, I, don't even, I don't know if that was a question or just a statement, but I mean, I'm, yes. I'm, in, I'm in complete agreement. Yeah. It's, just, you know, the season's about moments and there's moments that, that, um, that change, you know, change things, define a season, you know, it, it, it can be anything. And I think, I, I really think that goal against Everton, you know, in the 96th minute, I've, I've genuinely, I think that is one of those moments yeah. that really does, they go, actually, you know what, like, People, people, we weren't supposed to win that, yeah. you know. And it's that little bit of luck. It's that little, those little moments. And you, you know, and, and like you say, you know, we don't know what a title-winning side feels like. But from if memory serves, teams that I've watched win the league have all those little moments. Yes, that's what they have in their seasons, and it feels, it, it really feels like that. And and going one one nil, you know, one nil down at Burnley, you know, in years previous. That ends up a one 0 draw, or, or you know, we batter them and we yeah. just can't find that yeah. that goal. But yeah. now, and it's 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 about context, you know. People saying that we 
Um, you know, we haven't clicked or people, you know, Mo Salah's not on form, Firmino's not, whatever. That's in the context of last season and what we did last season and how much fun that yeah. was and how much joy. In the context of this season, these lads are doing exactly what's being asked of them yeah. time and time again. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm loving watching the Reds. I haven't been negative at all. Yeah. This is, this is a <laughs> joyous ride. Yeah. yeah. Long may it continue. Every time you talk about that Everton goal, by the way, it just makes me happy. <laughs> it's, it's not on. It's goal of the season, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no, every time you mention Everton, <laughs> I I just get happy, and and that's the it's galvanised everything. I was so disappointed, nil nil, Everton at home. They played well, yeah. And then yeah, I'm not yeah. disappointed, and I don't think I'm gonna be disappointed. Even if we lose against United, you say Everton to me, I'll be happy again. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's uh, <laughs> that, that that is the tipping point for me. It, what, what what it's done, Ross, this weekend has shown that Man City are not invincible. No, they're not. And look, Liverpool are going to lose a game this season in the league. Yeah, we're going to drop points. Yeah. It, it'll happen. You know, it, because it's a, it is a long, grueling season. It's it, it is going to happen. But the, what what that's done, and I've been saying this for weeks. Chelsea lost. Chelsea have lost games now, and we were able to just go. Okay, okay. City losing. We can just breathe a little bit. No, no, we don't have breathing room in terms of points at the top, at top of the league. So you know, enjoy. We can. We need to enjoy it while it's there for now, because it might not last. But the, I, we should all feel more confident that Man City will drop. Have, will drop more points yeah. as the season progresses, because we were just living in this ridiculous fantasy land where. Both te- we were both going to go undefeated all season. Liverpool weren't going to win the league because it'd be the most Liverpool thing ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what it is. It sh- what we should what we should be using. This is not a time to be getting. You know, not a time to be booking open top buses. It's a time to reflect. It's a time to take a big deep breath and f- rediscover our enjoyment of the ho- of the whole thing because there are going to be ups and downs. But there's proof that when it's when the ups happen. There's a very good chance that when the ups happen throughout the rest of the season, Liverpool are probably going to be on top of the league. Yeah, I think you've got to enjoy it as well, but it also gives confidence to the rest of the league. The fact that I think people give City a game, because yeah. that never happened last season. There was yeah. us and Wigan, and we both won, and yeah. that was it. People lose <laughs> the game against City. But Paul's been kicked because he's either defend and they'll play around you and you get dicked, or you go try and attack him and you get dicked again. So <coughs> what are you supposed to do? But yeah. this time last season, the, the league was finished. Yeah. They're not used to having pressure on them. Yeah, I mean, particularly when they were saying that we're playing crap. Well, no, we're still there niggling away. And then, like you said, you know, four 0 performance at Bournemouth. Well, go on, it's your turn now. Go and see what you made of, and they, and they lost. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a bit, there's big pressure on us now. There's one thing to be the team that's the team that's chasing. There's another team to be the team that's being chased. Um, we should treat this as a very, very exciting thing. To be fair, I don't feel like we're, we, you know, we're, this team lacks for mentality. Um, yeah, we we should be good. Before we kind of wrap up, wrap up, um, there's one moment from the game actually I just want to bring up before we go. Allison's header, lads. Allison's header. All right, <laughs> oh my god! I want to know how how high his head actually got there. It must have been like how tall is he already? He's like six three. It's like six three, six four. Just so, like that clip of Virgil oh. Van Dijk when he was heading up that, that um, speedball thing and other things like. And the knee like, as well in the ribs. Yeah, I perfect. love that. Just hit the centre foot. Don't challenge me. I'm a big six foot three goalkeeper with immaculate hair and beard. Bang. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he, he is. Just one of the, the, the he's another one who's who's taken this team and just elevated it yeah. from the bottom level, the bottom rung, and just gone, bang, we're gonna stay on top of you now. And 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 
He, he's always there. Everyone trusts him. Everyone knows what he's going to do. The fact that Robertson pushes higher up into space because he knows the ball's getting there yeah. to his feet. We can play out the back just so well. He, 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 he is the one for me. And obviously Van Dijk's in there, but them two as a pairing, just, you talk about centre-back pairings, it's that three, yeah, yeah, it was him, yeah, Gomez yeah, and Allison, right. just going, bang, there we are, no one's getting through us this season, and no one has. They've yeah. been they've been stupid, oh, by the Champions League, they've been stupid goals, that or, like, or late goals that haven't really mattered, and that, for me, as, as someone who loves defensive football, in terms of being tight and compact, and, and that kind of, th- this has been the best season for me watching, yeah. no mistakes, just everyone playing for each other. And we're starting to see the new lads, Blooded in, you know. We're starting to see, you know, that's, that was another decent performance for Kate. It was another mm. decent performance for Fabinho. Another really good performance for Jen Shakiri as well. This is Liverpool starting to click into gear. Yeah. Would anyone accuse Liverpool of being anywhere near fourth or fifth gear this season? I don't. No, not in the, not in the slightest. And yes, some big challenges to come on the horizon uh, because we're a big team in big games. At the business end of big competitions, every game's a every game's a big game. Every game's a tough game. This is what it's like if you're not if you're not down with that. Sunday league's amazing. You, know, you can have you can get you can turn up bladdered and it doesn't matter if you get beat twelve 0 because you know the pride is just in taking to the field. Um, no, this is what it feels like to be a good team to to have important matches to play and long may that continue. So yeah, um, gents, an absolute pleasure. Always is when we're winning. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been brilliant. I hope you've enjoyed it. And yes, as I say, it is free view week. There's so much great content coming that we normally have on the redmentv.com. We want to give you guys on YouTube uh, a little bit of a closer look at the things. We talk about it all the time. Um, obviously, we know that it's not the, the, the paywall things, not for everyone, but you know, we, we, like, we like to showcase what we do. And what better time? Obviously, Napoli Lumen, Man United Lumen, and Liverpool being top of the Premier League. Uh, yeah, what a time to be a Red and what a time to be uh, involved with the Redmen TV. Yes, plenty more to come. As I say, if you want to, if you're enjoying what you're seeing on Freeview Week and you do want to subscribe, go to the RedmenTV.com setup. You get the first month then free as well. So you get loads of extra stuff. There's interviews with Jürgen Klopp, with Lucas Lever, um, John Barnes has gone on there recently as well. So yeah, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for subscribing and I'll see you all soon. Ta-da. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.